Evolution at or podcast coming away. Five, five, five. Lucky five. This is episode 555. Best way to use Tremblone for strength and size. Safety last. So, Mobster, what does that mean? Safety last. So, you and I have talked about this in the pre-show, and I actually asked the question to Steve, and I said, how are we going to run this show? So, what do we normally do on these shows, guys? We're normally trying to give you kind of helpful, safe, sensible kind of advice. We don't talk about grams of this and, and four grams of that. We don't talk about multiple uh, units of insulin and multiple units of, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 units of growth hormone. We don't do that, right? And we're doing that because we think in the long-term health of the sport, the, the, you know, the, the average Joe that listens to this podcast, what they really need and so on. But we decided for fun and because we know that there are listeners out there and certainly members on our forum who, to put it crudely, Steve, go balls out, balls out. So what do we mean? We thought today, if we were crazy motherfuckers, if we were just going to go, do you know what? What's the cycle? What would be the best way to run trend if safety was the least concern? So we're a little bit more hardcore, a little bit more edgy in that particular regards. Now, guys, we're not we're still not going to talk about multiple grams per day, but we're going to take it out to the extreme that we see and that we know for some a handful of individuals, it's a fun kind of podcast to listen to, but it really, really suits a handful of individuals. And again, we've got at least two Joes on the forum that, you know, Trent is God and, and, and uh, you know, nothing, everything else comes second and they are going to be the grand plus kind of guys. So this is for them. But it's going to be fun, hopefully, for you to listen to. So start from that, Steve. What kind of numbers, what sort of levels are we looking at when we think about running trend? And specifically, if we were going to run trend at a crazy level just to get the absolute biggest, leanest, and or strongest we possibly could. Throw out some numbers there for the listeners, Steve. Yeah, so the standard average dose of Trembolone historically has been around 350 milligrams a week. So that dose is a pretty hefty dose. I personally like it more like 250. That's my sweet spot. But once you get up to 350, 400, I tried it as high as 400. I couldn't take the side effects, making me miserable. But my gosh, the gains were incredible. The mass that I was putting on was incredible. Most I've ever weighed was on trend. Most I've ever lifted was on trend. So now, guys are pushing the envelope. Now, any if you start inching up from there, you go to the 450, you go to 500, you go to 550. Now you're starting to get where your safety of the cycle is getting compromised. Your cholesterol levels are going to be extremely thrown off. Your blood pressure, your sleep, it's going to get thrown off. You're going to have a lot of inflammation in your body. You're going to open yourself up to a lot of injuries. And, uh, you know, there's been guys, they talk about this a lot. They're like, man, I use steroids for years and I never had injuries. Then I go on trend and I get injuries. Well, yeah, you're going to get injuries because you're so strong on trend. You're, you're, it's superhuman strength. And that's how I blew out my shoulder was because I got on trend. I was able to bench like 420, 425. Like people are sitting there in the gym. I've got like 350, right, on the bench. I just like get show up to the gym, do a couple warm up sets, whatever, and then I throw 350 because I'm really trying to see how much I can do. I can remember some guy just like with his mouth wide open, just staring at me. 
And he's like, do you need a, a, a spot? And I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. This isn't much. I can, you know, bang out seven, eight reps of this. I don't need a spot. I'm, you can bring out seven or eight reps. You don't need a spot. I was like, I'll let you know. I'll let you know if I need you. I appreciate it. So I just got on there and I was like, boom, boom, seven, eight reps. You're talking, I'm five foot six here on a good day, you know? And at the time I weighed like 195. It's not like I'm this huge, you know, uh, you know, uh, super weight body, you know, um, power lifter here. So, and he's just like in awe. He's like, have you always been this strong? Like he was like flabbergasted. This is a guy in his early twenties. And I'm like, dude, I've been weight training for, for, for 20 years, bro. Like I've been weight training since I was a fucking teenager here, like almost consistently. And it's just like, you gotta like stick to it. And I told him, I was like, you gotta eat right. You gotta be consistent in the gym, whatever. I'm like, bro, like, I haven't seen you in the gym before. And I've been coming to this gym for two years. So obviously, you don't come to this gym very often. I'd see you. You you know, you'd be a regular. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. So he was just flabbergasted. But that's what trend does, man. Trend makes you, gives you ungodly strength. But again, that's how I blew on my shoulder. Because you're able to do way more than your body can handle. So if you've never used trend before, work your way up to it. But it's a hell of a steroid to do. So... In this case, you know, you you can you can push the envelope on the trend and you can go from anywhere from 350, 400 all the way up. And some guys on the forum, they run 800, 1,000 milligrams a week of trend, but it's an ungodly amount of strength and size on it. So I would, if you wanted to push the envelope when it comes to pure powerlifting, okay, pure powerlifting, you could stack the trend with some of these powerlifting orals like superdrol and anadrol. But, you know, again, safety lasts on this episode. It's going to strain the crap out of your organs and strain the crap out of your body. But you're going to be able to push some ungodly numbers that you could have never imagined, Mobster. I'm thinking this. You know what? I, I, I haven't seen this phrase used on the forums for ages, but I remember seeing this before. And it's essentially this, guys. It's S-H-I-C. And that stands for short, high-intensity cycle. What does that mean? Right? Typically, and this is the thing, right? Let's imagine for a second Steve and I decided to go balls out. Steve was going to go back on the high train. And I said, fuck it, Steve, I'll join you. This is what I would do, Steve. I would run much bigger amounts than, than we've run in the past, especially yourself, because I've never used it at all. But let's imagine that I had but I would only do it for four, maybe six weeks. So the issue I think really, and this is the risk factor, it's kind of like, and I've used this analogy before, Steve, driving your car fast. So we jump in our red Ferrari and we put our foot down. We are not going to go flat out for hours without expecting there to be issues with a car, just with heat and with the oils and with the engine going in, into that red zone and staying there. But we can go to the red zone now and again. We can put our foot down now and again. We can drive fast all day, but we can go flat out just a couple of times before we have to ease back off the gas, let the car cool down. So I use the same analogy here. I think for short periods of time, you and I could go balls out four weeks. And again, if, if it was specifically strength, I would keep it obviously towards the end of a training and or PED cycle. So I might do something fairly mild at the beginning, or I might use a much lower dose at the beginning, let's say it's an eight-week cycle, 
and keep it like seeds there, somewhere between two and three hundred. Manageable, especially if I was leaner than I am right now. Uh, almost manageable. And again, this depends on the individual. I've seen guys struggle with 250, 300, saying crazy sweats, and you're backed off to 200 and they feel much better. But once you get into the 400, the 500, 600, 1,000, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking, hang on, how much do I want to bench five plates? How much do I want to pick up six plates aside on deadlifts? How much do I want to squat six plates aside? Weighing 195 like Steve does. I, I, I was thinking the risk is less if I run it for shorter periods of time. So I would go with an SHIC. I would run it low at the beginning, but I would bring it up at the end. And like Steve says, as, as a bunch of other, if you didn't, if you were going balls out again, and even the experts would agree on this, Steve, for running it for short periods of time over long periods of time, and that's pretty much every guru I can think of would be something like Halo, because that's a super aggressive uh, oral you know, and, and, and again, the risk factor is quite high. So again, I might go from a medium or low to medium amount of trend to a high amount of trend. And then the last few weeks, when I want to absolutely have full-on peak strength and that on the platform, in the gym aggression, that's going to get me, come on, motherfucker, let's do five plates. I was half joking, Steve, in my mind when you was talking to that guy. I said the trend was going to make you say, get away from me, motherfucker, I'm benching. But it's... <laughs> Both C and I are normally easy to get along with, guys. And Trin doesn't suddenly make someone who's kind of easy to get with less less so. So he was still talking to this guy in a friendly manner. Halo might cause a bit more of a problem because I think sometimes with higher doses of Trin and some of the harsher orals, I like these there's super droll, anadrol. I think you're constantly irritating the body and that can be reflected in that kind of, I really don't want to talk shit, the guys in the gym kind of vibe. Plus, of course, you're focused on a singular thing in the gym. You want to win a powerlifting competition or a strength competition, or you want to do some crazy gym weight, and your head tends to be focused on those things, and it really doesn't want to deal with the superfluous bullshit and the social stuff that comes along. So, yeah, I mean, another one, much, much brought on. I would save this for the day, and it, that might be the last one or two weeks when I take the trend even higher, Steve. I might look at something like check drops, literally the day of the competition, which is how I've used it before. But... Again, recommendations. And again, this is a safety last kind of approach because of my desire to be that crazy motherfucker. The maximum I've seen suggested on using that as an enhancement to a strength cycle is two weeks because it is so goddamn harsh on the body. So you can run it even less. Uh, and again, just literally run it in the last week because you are looking for that. Yeah. Not 100%, but 105, 110% of what you've done in the past. About you, Steve. Yeah. So uh, you'd run the trend, like say powerlifting, you'd run the trend eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, you know, push the envelope on that. But then you'd cycle those orals in and out, those harsh orals. You'd cycle them a week and a half, two weeks in, then come off for two weeks, let your liver rehash itself, and then you can go back on. So you you kind of play that type of game. You wouldn't just stay on Halo, Super Droll, Anadrol the whole 10, 12 weeks on trend. That would be that would be that would actually be counterproductive because you'd be so sick and fatigued and you'd have so much insomnia that you wouldn't be able to get stronger. And that's another thing too. The insomnia actually leads to injuries. Now a lot of people don't get that. I tell people that. And they look at me like, like I'm crazy. And they look like look at me like they're flabbergasted. Like, what are you talking about, Steve? How can not getting sleep end up injured? Well, it's because when you sleep, that's when you rest and repair. Like, you know, so 
That's why lions, they sit around and sleep so much. They sleep like 20 hours a day. Because they, in that four hours, they're busting their ass, hunting, having sex, doing what they got to do, doing what lions do, climbing, swimming, all this shit, running away from hippos. Then in that 20 hours, they got to rest and repair that body. And if they can't sleep, let's say a lion is an insomniac for some reason and they can't sleep, well, it's going to not last very long. It's going to keep getting injured and it's not going to be able to move. It's going to have so much arthritis, it won't be able to move. And that's the same thing with you. If you can't rest and recover from these brutal workouts, you're going to end up with arthritis. You're going to end up with a lot of these injuries. That's going to make it really, really hard for you to rest and recover and improve and get stronger. So you'd be getting weaker, not stronger. So that's the factor you kind of have to balance. Now, what about bodybuilding? Like if you want to use trend for bodybuilding, not for powerlifting. So let's get away from the from the powerlifting and just focus on bodybuilding. Now, bodybuilding is all about going to the gym and you're basically trying to work that muscle. You want to get the cuts. You want to get the vascularity. You want to shred, right? So on trend, there's different options. The number one option would be Masteron. And Masteron, you could run the trend anywhere from 350, 400, up to what we talked about, 800, 1,000 milligrams. And then you could stack in the Masteron exact same dose. You could, or you could start the Masteron at 500 milligrams, and then can, you know, then you can jack it up to seven, eight, up to a thousand milligrams, and go from there. Right? That would be beautiful. Some of the big dudes on our forum, the Body Monster um, and and Monstro, your buddy Monstro, uh, Monster, he's from your uh, side of the uh, pond, but they they actually will use a thousand milligrams of each when they're when they're really going. So you could use a short ester trend. Short ester masteron, stack them together, inject them, mix them up in the same syringe, and you go ahead and pound them in daily into your body. So you end up with about a thousand milligrams of each. That's a hell of a cycle for bodybuilding. And that's something that you're really, really pushing the envelope. Another one, Winstroll. Winstroll, harsh on its own, harsher when you're using with trend. Now, if you want to shred down, you want to get vascularity. You want to dry out, no better steroid out there for bodybuilding for that reason. So you could do the trend that we talked about, the dosing, and then you could run Winstrol with it. Now with the Winstrol, I would do, you could push the envelope a little more with Winstrol. You go 50, 100, 125 even. Some of the pros uh, talk about using 150 even leading up to their contest. So we, what you would do with the Winstrol is a little different than the orals we talked about for powerlifting. So with the whistle, you could be a little more loose with it. So you could run it for three, four weeks at 50, and then you could go another two weeks and jack it up to 75 or 100, and then see how do you feel on that. And you can always drop it back down to 25 or 50 if the, if the sides get too much. But some of the sides that you're going to experience are the joint issues, so it's very important. You may not be able to lift heavy on the windstroke. So you got to control yourself on that trend. It's going to make you a hell of a lot stronger, but you got to control yourself. If you go heavy, you're going to strain your joints, not just your elbows, but also your knees, your hips, your shoulders. All that's going to get strained too, even your ankles. So you got to be really careful. If you want to go do cardio and you're running on those dry ankles, that's a great way to injure yourself. It's a great way to injure your knees. It's a great way to injure your hips. 
So you want to take it easy on the cardio if you're going to do that. You're going to push the envelope. You want to be easy on your body and treat it like glass because that's what it becomes on on the trend and winstrel. Also, your head hair. So if you love your head hair, this one is going to be one where safety is definitely last because you will notice your hair sheds like crazy. If you're bald, then I'm, you know, who cares, right? Mobster knows all about that. But for someone like me who has his hair, who values his hair, be an issue. <laughs> yeah. I got hair, motherfucker. It's on the floor in the kitchen where I shaved it yesterday. <laughs> That's what you get for uh, for stacking all that trend and winstrel. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let me jump in here, guys. I'm not going to talk about my hair. Uh, here's, a, here's a way that I would get the most out of this. And it's going to sound a little bit boring. Because we're talking about going crazy on the trend and what we've been stacking with whatever else. In order to get the best results, and this is for power and uh, for bodybuilding, is being lean. Trust me, guys. There's not powerlifters tend in their imaginations to be fat motherfuckers, but funny enough, that's really only the 110 kilo, 240 pound plus. Where how lean you are doesn't really matter because you don't have to make weight. The guys that have to make weight tend to be leaner. And again, this is where actually, funny enough, high doses of trend would be, for want of a better phrase, safer. And again, I'm using your bunny ears when I say that, at higher dosages if you're leaner. So in order to get the most, and again, those two guys that Steve Smee referred to earlier on, as two trend fans, are both lean. They are lean year round. They're genetically lean, but that's another reason why they do so well and respond so well on trend. So you've got that as an obvious thing. Eating one one of the guys, Body Monster. Let me touch on him for a second here, Steve. Because and it's funny enough, Steve. He's more like, as he says, hit it hard, come off hard. And what does he mean by that? His job means that he can only train with some dumbbells and, and little weights on a ship because he works. I think they deliver to oil rigs and stuff out in the Gulf from Mexico, Steve. So he's not able to hit the gym. So when he's on on land, he hits it hard. He's on the train. He high doses. He's, he goes to the gym. He eats from the farm, as he puts it. He's eating homegrown organic food, and he grows like a motherfucker, and he's lean year-round. When he's on the ship, he's got like a 30 or 40, 50-pound pair of dumbbells. He's not taking PEDs. He's out at sea. He's working every single goddamn day. So he's on hard and high and comes off clean, and his diet is good. It's organic. It's homegrown. It's crazy a motherfucker as he is. He's actually kind of sensible in this particular regards. So eating healthily while you're panning the trading, is going to keep you lean, and it's going to help you with the health markers as well. Well, something else, Steve, again, and this, of course, applies to every goddamn cycle, but especially so when you're going on high, crazy dosages, and even more so, again, when we're talking about train and halo and whatever the hell. And again, this applies to bodybuilders as well as the strength athletes. And that would be a product like N2 Guard, an organ protector. Now, typically, I've said this a bunch of times, Steve, on the forums, just read the instructions, and the instructions are seven capsules a day. We get the occasional uh, comment about running five. This has been the one time, and I've seen it once or twice on the forum, where I would say run it slightly higher, Steve. So if you are going to go crazy, run it like I talked about earlier on with a low to medium dust. But when you go hard and high, up that organ protector again. And it's just kind of like that same stuff, that analogy that I used earlier on, with revving that sports car like a motherfucker. You're going to make sure it's on the best oil. 
You're going to make sure it's got the best fuel in there. You're going to make sure it's been serviced by a properly authorized mechanic. Treat your body the same. You are going to push the risk factors higher. You are going to get issues, like Steve said, the longer you're on with inflammation. So the least time on to get the best results, the most organ protector we can take, the healthiest diet we can do. And they're just stuff like this. I mean, it's an obvious one, and I just made a little note of it. Steve. I would hydrate like a motherfucker, especially the more trend that I went on, just for stuff like the trend sweats at night time. And I'm going to be pushing that. If I am a strength athlete and not a bodybuilder, my body fat will be a little bit higher, even if it's just like, you know, a 90 kilo or 100 kilo powerlifter. So, again, you're more likely to sweat more and struggle with hydration. And if you live in the, in, in the, in the, the part of the country where Steve lives, it's warmer all the time. So if I'm pushing something that's going to make me inflamed, if I'm going to have those trend sweats, et cetera, hydrate, hydrate, I, I would literally become, I'd be like a monk about this, Steve. And I'm, I'm kind of like that when I'm doing but the depths of a competitive cycle, you know, I'm the little fella training away in a cave to be the best in the world. That was my vibe back in the day. If I was doing training, I was having some crazy number that I wanted to do. My focus would be pinpoint my, my monk-like thoughts and processes to get the best out of a cycle would be the same. I'd be training my absolute hardest in the gym to move those crazy weights. I'd be wanting to lower my risk factors for injury. I'd be wanting to lower my risk factors for organ issues. But at the same time, I've gone balls out, like we said at the beginning. So I'm going to make sure that those other things are in play. What about you, Steve? We're going to push the envelope with the the, 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 the six, seven, eight hundred milligrams, thousand milligrams a week. What would you do to negate the side effects that are possible out there? Anything I haven't suggested? Back to you. No, you've done a good suggestion for sure. You definitely want to keep it, you know, keep it as cool as possible. Keep your body cool. You got to hydrate. A lot of cold showers. Even ice baths will be work really good too. So those are really, really good suggestions. Invest in some fans for your room so you don't uh, spike your energy costs, keeping your air conditioning down and break your air conditioner in the process. Some of the other steroids, Anovar. If you want fat loss, bodybuilding, Anovar. Run a bunch of Anovar with it. And the Anovar, you can push the envelope a little bit. You can go five weeks, six weeks. I've seen guys run 100, 125 milligrams a day of Anovar with Trend. These guys are ripped, six packs, eight packs. Incredible, incredible results. And then in EQ, if you want to kind of negate some of the cardio negatives from the, that you get from Trend, Equipoise would be a good option. So you could swap in Equipoise at 1,000 milligrams. You're going to go push the envelope with Trend, 500 or more, then go with uh, Equipoise. 800, 1,000 milligrams a week of uh, Equipoise would be really, really good. Um, and it would kind of help you if you wanted to push some cardio. You could, you could go on Equipoise. So touch on that, Mobster. And then HGH, uh, maybe talk a little bit about HGH as well. HGH would be a good one too if you want run it to bulk and you can run some heavy doses of HGH, right? Yeah, I mean, I actually thought, let me do that in a second, Steve. I actually thought about Anadrol again. And I'll, I'll tell you why this is a weird one, guys, right? Because we know that pe some people with Anadrol have terrible water retention issues. Uh, and typically, you know, it's, it's certainly something we never recommend for newbies. But here we are, we're going bulls out. What's strange about Anadrol, Steve, is that medically speaking, it was run at high dosages compared for, perversely to what you would think we would run for performance enhancement purposes. So 100 milligrams a day wasn't uncommon if you had the specific medical condition that required them to prescribe Anadrol to you. And yet, 100 milligrams a day is kind of crazy. So that's, that's an interesting one there. But again, we're pushing the envelope with the train already. 
So I'll probably just run it for short periods of time and again, more as a super heavy where I don't have to be super lean. On the HGH, what, what do I like about HGH? And then we're pushing the envelope here with the trend as well. Simply again, the, 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 as Steve says, and uh, uh, if trend is an inflammatory, then I'm looking for something that's going to uh, help treat my body. And again, human growth hormone is sometimes, as Steve just touched upon, about and as getting as big as motherfucker, as strong as possible. And yes, it is used by strength athletes. I know that for a fact, especially the smaller guys. And it is again used by the strength athletes as a tissue and or injury uh, aid. But also, uh, I think we're looking at it as a recovery from injuries. And again, I'm pushing myself super hard here. Dosage in, again, I don't think you're going to need to go much over, as always, these 2.5 IUs a day for the same, same reasons as possible. The only other issue I can think with HGH against Stevens, which we touched upon in previous shows, is carpal tunnel. Again, guys, we're inflaming the body temporarily. We're pushing our body as hard as possible. I don't then want to have carpal tunnel issues with my the connect, especially if that's basically a band of tissue around your wrist, guys, where I'm panning the stuff in the gym and I'm causing myself more problems. Uh, perversely, of course, lower dosage with growth hormone can be run for quite long periods of time. And again, a lower dosage would suit me even with the trend cycle, not because I'm worried about issues with the HGH, but because I want to get all of all that strength's going to come from my 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 steroids and way less in that particular way than I would use growth hormones and stuff like that. What about other peptides, Steve? What can you think of that? What be any peptides you would include that you could run in this balls out short period of time cycle? What do you think? Yeah, so you know you could run IGF one, you can run the GHRP group, you can run CJC, IPA, there's all different types of peptides that you could stack in here and they could help with all kinds of things. They could have with appetite. If you wanted to, you know, work, if you didn't react well to trend when it comes to appetite, a lot of guys, their appetite crashes on trend because they just feel fatigued. So that can help on that end. You could also use it for fat loss. You could use them for all kinds of reasons like that. You use them for recovery and repair TB 500, BPC, you know, and so, so the, the it's endless. It really is endless. Overall, you know, my favorite thing to run with trend, if you wanted to go balls out, would be DECA. And DECA, everyone says, oh, my God, you can't run DECA with trend. Why? Why not? I mean, they literally go together beautifully. One is an extremely harsh, androgenic, very strong anabolic. The other one is a very mild steroid. So... Nandrolone and Trend, they go together very, very good. And you can get some tremendous results when it comes to bulking up and getting stronger if you stack those two together. So you could do 500 and 500. You could do 1,000. You could do 500 Trend and 1,000 DECA. That would be a good one. This way you're kind of letting the DECA, the mildness of the DECA kind of take over the cycle, but you're still getting a shit ton of androgenic effects from the 500 Trend. So the, the, the possibilities are endless on this. So it's all about, you know, experimenting and pushing the envelope a little bit. So, you know, we're not going to run trend. You know, trend isn't a, a baby steroid here. It's not a steroid, you know, for beginners. It's not a steroid for weekend warriors. This is a steroid if you really put in the hours and you really reach the plateau. You've been doing this for years and it's time for you to really push it to the next level. That's what that's what the trend the trend is all about. So, strength, size, incredible when it comes to trend and if you want strength and size that deca and trend stack wow 
that one is tremendous. So mobster couple, uh, you know, a couple thoughts and then take us to the disclaimer. Uh, I think it was a great show. Here's the thing for the trend fans and for especially those that do incredibly well on trend. And I think Steve's touched on this a little bit at the beginning when he talked about his own experience. There's a phrase that kind of applies here. You feel like you can do anything. I think the specific phrase I'm thinking of is you feel like God. So it's one of those I go to the gym and every time I hit the gym and hitting PBs, I can't believe this is again the super responders. I can't believe the changes I'm seeing. If they've got their diet right, if they've got their training right, if they're super focused, if they've taken some of our other advice about negating some of the effect, side effects, how some users feel on trend is just on another level. And Steve actually said it's kind of one of those you do trend and then you're not sure where else is going to ever be as good as trend in that particular regards. But then you have the side effects and the sweats and and, and in some users the anxiety and, and you know and the inflammation that Steve talks about. So it's one of those. Again, I always say don't do go trend first because where the fuck can you go? We always talk about low dosages versus high dosages, but this is one of those balls out. Let's see what would happen. So, guys, if you do respond to trend, I can see why some guys go fucking crazy on it. I can see that if I woke up in the morning, it's like, you know, the the, the, diff, the anti-cryptonite. The only issue would be, of course, there are, there are going to be side effects. There are going to be issues. And, of course, the long-term, medical stuff and the long-term health issues are the ones that are going to be down the road for some of those users, even the ones that feel absolutely fucking amazing and are absolutely killing it in the gym. But it's a fun one to think about. It's whatever. This the reason why we watch the world's strongest man. It's the reason why we watch the Mr. Olympia. We want to see the freaks of freaks. And it's the reason why sometimes we have these crazy balls out there. Let's see what the fuck kind of conversations and crazy things that people are doing, whether it's five grams a week or 10 grams a day or whatever. The kind of crazy stuff. It's the freak show stuff. And we like it. Guys, let us know what you think. Would you do this? What's the most that you've run? What was your health been afterwards? What kind of results did you get when you went a bit crazy? What is it all too much? We want to hear. Let us know. Let's have some feedback. Please note, we're not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment.